0: Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message
1: by Rev. Dr. David H. We know you will be blessed if you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God even as you listen. Be blessed. Last week I was talking about, last Sunday I spoke about the Spirit and I spoke about the uh, manifestation of the Spirit and the liberty of the Spirit. The manifestation of the Spirit, which is word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernment of spirit, interpretation of tongues, diverse kinds of tongues, uh, and a word of prophecy, gift of healing, gift of faith, and working of miracles. First Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 7 to 10. All these nine special gifts were mentioned. And then that is Bible calls it, the mani- verse 7 says, the manifestation of the Spirit. We can't have church without the Holy Spirit. And I, I spoke about the liberty of the spirit. So in effect, what I was talking about was the gift of the spirit, the manifestation, and the fruit of the spirit, which is a function of the liberty of the spirit. And I spoke about how when um, you are either under legalism or under liberty, sorry, under license, both legalism and license invariably will bring you into bondage. So when you are operating by license, I'm free to do whatever I want, I'm free to do whatever I want, I can eat whatever I want to eat, I can go anywhere I want to go, you end up putting yourself into bondage, you are not free anymore, because you are addicted to this thing you like doing, which you can't stop. So you thought you were free, but actually you are enslaved, so you don't like legalism, and so you tip over to license. So you remove yourself, as I said last Sunday. You take yourself from the shackles of legalism and willingly put your hands in the handcuffs of license. So you think you are free, but you are in another form of bondage. That bondage is... Legalism is being subjected to a law and control slavery from outside of yourself. License is being subjected to a law of slavery that is from within you. So in our, our, our society and in our times, you see people walking in town who are free. No one bothers them. They can do whatever they want, but they are addicted. Look at your boss. He's free. He can travel anywhere. Holidays. Where can't he go? Where can't he go? Apart from going back home from work. <laughs> because he's going to meet his wife. Because of the messes he's been living in, he can't even be free. His children don't like him. You are free to do whatever you want to do, but you're actually in bondage because you are actually... You know, people, People. there are a lot of people who are in slavery. They can't say no to what they know they don't want to do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's miserable. You can't say no. That's called addiction. You don't want to do it, but you are you, you are... You are, you are enslaved. And in, in, inside you look very sophisticated outside, but internally you are, you are breaking down. It always leads into depression. You are breaking down inside because you are, no more, you are not in control of your life. Life is, it's like life is out of hand. It's like you are on a plane that is, uh, or you are in a car, fast car, and the brakes have sp- are gone off. And you you don't know how to stop the car. You can't stop the car. And you you are in a populated area. So the law inside you is actually playing you into the law outside you. That will convict you because you know you are not free. You are not free. But when you are in the spirit, the spirit gives liberty. So it's not... Legalism, legalism, not license, but liberty of the spirit. And when you have the liberty of the spirit, you will not end up in the works of the flesh. So in Galatians chapter five, it says, but the works of the flesh, verse 19, but the works, not the works of the flesh, say works. Somebody say works. It's like a factory manufacturing center you are producing something your flesh will always be producing things that can make you miserable and can make you miss out in life the works of the flesh uh, they start mentioning them then when he finishes with verse 22 when he finished the work of the flesh he said Mm -hmm. but but not the fruits just the fruits of the Holy Spirit it's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, no one can make a law. There's no law that can be made against these things. How can you pass a law, make a law against being temperate? Sometimes when you are driving on the road, it's so pleasant to see people who are temperate. You know, when you, especially when you drive rough, and then you are trying to crush it, just let you go. Okay. Some gentle man and gent oh man, I like those guys. <laughs> oh. uh, temperance, meekness. Meekness, you won't hurt people. Um, love joy peace. Who will make a law against peace? Long suffering. You are there, you are working in this company, you can tell. Sometimes you do everything, your boss will take their credit, and they don't even make it, but you are long suffering because you know you are there to work, you don't want to react to spoil things. Long suffering. Who can make a law against that? Gentleness, goodness, faith. Against such there is no law. This is the fruit of the the fruit of the spirit is not, I. it's just this. So that means that fruits, what I said it last week, fruits are not natural. Sorry, are not man-made. So you can't make fruits. Anytime you see fruits, you have to look past. If you want to enjoy more fruits, what do you do? Take good care of the tree
0: yeah.
1: that is producing the fruits. And so the fruits of the Holy Spirit, if you want to see this more in your life, that means that you have to make sure you create a room in your life for the Holy Spirit. Because it's not your works, it's your fr- it's his fruits. Sign that show that he's working. It's not your tongues that show the Holy Spirit is definitely in you. (laughs) That is not necessarily a sign of the Holy Spirit, because if the Holy Spirit is there, let's look at the fruits. Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 7, you shall know them by their fruits. So if the Holy Spirit is there, it's the fruits that determine the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because watch this, watch this. Even when it comes to gifts, miracles, Satan can produce some yeah. t- certain types of, <clears throat> excuse me, counterfeit miracles. So that, that man who is working miracles, how do you know he's of the Holy Spirit? He said, check out for the fruits. Check out for the fruits of the Spirit. I don't know whether he's born again or not. It's easy to know. Listen to him speak. Listen to her speak. Watch her behave. Watch him react. It will tell you, because the fruits will show if the Holy Spirit is living you. Wow. One of the things about fruits also, brothers, is number one, as I said, it's, it's not natural. It's good. Number two, it's God who has to. It's God, God is a product from God. Number three, there must be a tree in order to have fruit. Number four, fruits are not overnight. It, it takes time. It takes time for fruits to be ready for enjoyment. There are certain fruits, if you eat them in their unripe state, it's so acidic, it can, it can affect you so badly. So, it takes time. Tell somebody, it takes time. So, allow me as I grow in the Lord. Yeah. People should give you space. You, you, you have not been in church too long. I'm not saying that you, you should continue. But what I'm saying is that, uh, not the works of the flesh. Sometimes you may not be in the work of the flesh, but the fruits of the Spirit are not really showing very well. We don't have to build... Church fellowship around people's pockets and their social importance. Your spiritual quest is what gives you a place. We are all on a pursuit, pursuing God, every one of us. So I have to run faster, but I want to get to God. I want to get more into God. And as I'm running, I don't want to leave you behind, so we don't live anywhere we are. but there are some people when you are running, you are trying to hold them, they are snatching their hand because they are trying to go. It's like they, you are in a shop with a, a, a child, three-year-old child who wants to just stay in the suite and then he throw himself on the floor. Ah, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Hey. You are showing the fruits that are not of the spirit. Ah. So maybe in effect, you are actually not born again) oh. Possibly, you are born against. You are born again. But unfortunately, your body is not. That lady in church, her body is not born again. That brother in church, his body is not born again. You are born again, but you are still human. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are born again. Yeah. And if you allow the flesh, it will do the works. Ah. Ah. So those of you who are always pointing accusing fingers, she's in church. Well, look at her. She's in church. Well, look at You can tell this guy or this lady is genuine about this church thing, but just that his body is not uh, <laughs> his flesh. His the members. They're members. They're members. Members, some of you have some wild members untamed. Yeah. We are able to send man to space, yeah. we are able to tame every form of wild animal. Go to our zoos.
0: Yeah.
1: man. We our 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 feats are amazing, our achievements are amazing feats. Amazing. Amazing. Tame straight and the wild. If there are still dragons, we'll be able to tame some and put in, yeah, man. But unfortunately, we can't even tame ourselves. Wow. So when you are a Christian, when you become born again, now you have to, it is your responsibility to allow the Holy Spirit, yes. give him room to operate yes. in your life. Wow. Wow. Come by laying on uh, receive it. Mm. Most of you, all oh, the, the core of your Christianity is hinged on your ability to shake. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But that doesn't determine you're a Christian. Mm. Mm. Doesn't determine you're a Christian. Yeah. Create room for the Holy Spirit in your life. One of the reasons why we come to church is to come and receive. Fresh strength yeah. to be able to go out there and walk with the Holy Spirit. Because yeah. outside, outside of fellowship, you run out. Wow. Mm. Yeah. you run out of marriage. Those of you who think there's no big deal if I don't go to church, it's a big deal spiritually. Yeah. Well, we need the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Other than that, you are left to the mercies of your desires. Wow. Mm. Because every one of us has a, a certain a discipline, discipline problem. To a certain extent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know there's a discipline okay. issue you are, you are grappling with. Yes,
0: sir.
1: Yeah. People don't know you. Mm. You are grappling with discipline issues. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes you... <laughs> you eat and eat and eat the takeaway bowl. <laughs> the liberty of the spirit spirit. everyone sometimes when you see people in church and active in church and leadership you think they are okay as long as we stay in this flesh Ah. every one of us is capable of doing something very surprising shocking the only security is stay in church, stay in the spirit. When you are in church, you, you receive strength to stay in the spirit and walk in the spirit. When you are in church, the, it helps you to be able to stay read your Bible. Yeah. The, the basic things you need to do to keep yourself sustained, it comes to the strength of fellowship. There is nothing like a Christian who is not part of a fellowship in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Read the Bible. You do, it is very foreign to the New Testament that somebody say Christian is not part of a fellowship. It's very foreign because, the, as I said last week, Christianity is not based on a, it's not a personal relationship uh, based on a personal relationship with God, but a corporate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You and others are serving God together. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me finish that by talking about the life in the spirit. In Ephesians chapter 1, say, I I like to hold my Bible. How did I end up down here? (laughs) In Ephesians chapter 1, the Bible talks about Paul. He said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant message has begotten us unto uh, 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 no, no, no. It's a uh, blessed be the God of finalization. Who has blessed us? Sorry, I was c- uh, quoting Peter. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings? Where? What kind of blessings has He given us? I can't hear you. So that tells you there are spiritual blessings and physical blessings. And most of us can boast of a lot of physical blessings. Ah, you are talking about the car you have got? Yes, yeah, it's a blessing. It might be a blessing because it's, it's helping you immensely in life. Some of you, your jobs are a blessing. Yeah. Some of you, yeah. Some of you the, the woman you are married to is a blessing. The man you are married to is a blessing. It's not a burden, even though sometimes it looks like a burden. Because Really, no one should have chosen you, but she, chose, she took you like that. Yeah, she took you like that. Yeah. So there are different, some of us is our family, our father, our mother, our background, school you attended, all these things are blessings. But interestingly, whatever physical blessings you boast about, some people who are not in Christ can also boast about it. So it's not some, physical blessings are not exclusive to Christians. Hello. Is it a good job? Others are also having a good job without... Being in God, being in Christ. You understand that? But there are certain blessings that it will only, it's only for Christians. Mm. That's what Paul mentioned. Mm. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, like redemption. Mm. You have to be a Christian to know what redemption tastes like. You have to be a Christian to understand and appreciate and enjoy forgiveness of sins. Mm. So he begins to enumerate them. Mention them. He says that he has blessed us, all uh, 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 spiritual blessings, according as he has, verse 4, according as he has chosen, chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world. Now, how can an unbeliever believer talk about this? This is the terminology, the language of Christians. Being chosen before the world began. You were chosen. Being in church is not because, uh, based on your whims or your personal, private decisions. No, no, you have already chosen. And when the appointed time came, you flowed into it. It's just like when my beard started. When I was a boy, I didn't have beard. Mm -hmm. But when the time came, it started growing. Yeah. I had rather a lot of hair. (laughs) But you, one day. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, you were chosen before time, but in time, the blessing of God through Christ was activated and you have found yourself in church. That's why me, the fact that I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher, I can't boast over anybody. In Christ, nobody is better than anybody. Even my ability to do what I'm doing is a donation. It was given. It's, that no one can boast. Bishop Oedipo puts it this way. He said, in, in Christ, you can't boast about achievements. Talk about achievements in Christ. What achievement have you got? In Christ, we talk about engracement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a function of grace. Grace has found me. And look at what I'm doing. It's because of the grace of God. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am. The grace makes you. I am because of grace. Yes,
0: yes, yes. yes, yes. So,
1: so we have been chosen before the foundation of the earth because unbelievers can't talk about that. But we can talk about that. Say, He has chosen us before the foundation of the earth; that will be, will be will be holy and without blame before Him in love. Whoa, wow, this is amazing. These are the spiritual blessings. Some of the things. The first verse five says that having predestinated us unto adoption as children, God Himself adopted. He look, he said, "This is why I can't bond them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So I will adopt them." We are children of God because we have been adopted. We look very much like Christ in the eyes of God. Why? Because we have been adopted in Christ. Yes, yes,
0: yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. It's not because we are actually. So there is, I've, I taught this some time ago. There is a way in which Christ is the son of God, which we are not. Okay. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, the 3, 16, i mentioned mention For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That only begotten son is different from us. John 1, 12, for as many as received him, those who believe him, he gave them the right or the power to become the sons of God. So we are sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 29, he says that for those he predestined, he, he called to be conformed into the image of his son, that Christ may be the firstborn amongst many brothers. So we are the many brothers of Christ. We are also the sons of God. Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father has given unto us, that we should be called the... Uh, hallelujah. Now This is what Christians can boast about. Other religions say Jesus is not the son of God. No wonder they are also not the children of God. <laughs> but we... Jesus is the son of God, and he brought, oh, I don't want to go into it, but he brought us into glory, in bringing many sons into, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, Bible says it was fitting, oh my God, but we see Jesus, uh, a little, uh, look at verse 10, let's go to verse 10, uh, because it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it became of him for whom all by all well, things uh, making uh, yeah in bringing many sons. you see that in bringing God in bringing many sons to glory in making the captain of our salvation perfect through suffering? Jesus is the captain of our salvation, and God's plan was to send Jesus so that through Jesus He can bring many sons. Tell somebody, I'm the son of God. I'm the son of God. So we are the sons of God. God brings many sons into glory. So, but Jesus is a son of God in a way we are not. Yeah. So even though we are also sons of God, please, please, please. It's not the same. We have the DNA of God, but it's not the same. We are actually sons because of him. So we have been cloned after him. So he, became, he becomes the, the prototype. And then we are all used to, we used, so they put us, you know, my mother used to make biscuits, Christmas biscuits, and they are shapes. You do a flat dough and then you use it to, so sometimes you can see uh, a running boy, a biscuit, but it's a running boy, or star. Uh, there are different shapes. So Jesus Christ was made into the shape the first one, and then now he was used as a model to make all of us. So, in the spirit, you, you look just like Jesus, but you are not the original. You, <laughs> you look just like Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, these are the blessings. Now, so it says that he. In bringing, we have been predestined before the foundation of the earth. Verse 5, please. And uh, 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 He has predestinated unto adoption as children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. That's another interesting. He said, uh, he has done this according to the good pleasure of his will. When he says, (laughs) Hmm, Hmm. I'm happy I've done this. Hmm. God is so happy he has added you. That's why don't, don't be busy trying to exclude people from church. Unless they are they are not interested in God. That one if you can't exclude them, just leave them. Let's focus on what, what is of God. It has a way. We see when we bring God down, God has a way of weeding out those who are not looking for God. God is so happy. Listen, 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 listen. God is so happy you are in. Some of you, maybe this is your first time, first, second time or something in proper church. Yeah. And guess what? God is so happy you finally made it to church. You made it, you made it. According to their good pleasure and he's going to give you opportunity to be a true son. He's happy, and he's doing this with pleasure. He did this according to the pleasure of his goodwill. His will. According to, he's happy. He's happy to call you sons. He's Satan is angry. He said, but this guy used to be a thief. This guy has, has, has raped many people. This guy has done this. This lady is a thief. He's a liar. And God is so happy to have you as sons. Yeah. And so Satan said, no, let's go to... Let's check on this because God is not fair. So he said, "Okay, bring the record. Okay, let's go into a record. They type your name into God's record after you become born again to bring out the all the things about that. They type there's nothing zero. Wow. Satan so said, but it's not fair. What? I know it's a thief, yeah, but I me mean, I can't see any thief in him because it's in Christ. Everything is wiped away. Wow. So when it comes to the record of God." Your past has been wiped away, but when it comes to your flesh, the thing, the, the proclivity, the tendencies, the inclinations, the desires, they are still well alive and active. So you are forgiven in Christ, but if you are not careful, you go back again. And this is one of the things I want you to know about crucifixion. So Jesus said, the Bible says be crucified with Christ. I found out, say, I found out in my studies that crucifixion doesn't necessarily kill people. It's not like a gunshot. Crucifixion doesn't kill people. Some of them can stay on the cross for days. They can be there. So afterwards, they, that's why they have to check before they took them from the cross. If Jesus, because they could have taken from the cross when he saw that. Because crucifixion does not kill. It is staying on the cross that kills. Wow. If we leave you long enough on the cross, wow. you will die. So, no, you are born again, you are crucified with Christ. Please don't bring your body down from the cross. You are crucified and yet still alive. You are crucified and yet your members are still active. Your feelings are as potent as before. Even now, you even feel stronger. (laughs) You feel. They, they stronger but when the Holy Spirit is in you it has a way of moving with you so much that the things that you should be suffering under, you don't even feel its negative influence why because the Holy Spirit is taking over hallelujah yeah. so after let me finish this after mentioning the blessings he kept it kept going on then he went to I think I need to run ahead of my so he went to verse 13 Still the blessings, the blessings, the blessings. And then the verse 13 said, in whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth. Say the word of truth. Oh, say it again, please. Say it louder, please. The the gospel of your salvation, in whom after that you believed, you were sealed, and he mentioned the Holy Spirit. After you believed, the Holy Spirit said, okay, now that you are in, I seal you. You know, when you are buying some stuff, um, like... Or when they deliver a new phone to you, yes. there's, an, there, there's a warning. If the seal is broken, please return it. You are, the Holy Spirit is the seal of God on your sonship. Yeah. And you, they can't break the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But you don't grieve Him. So He's the seal of God. And at their place, sometimes... When, how many of you have posted a letter I didn't go... It was brought back because the stamp was insufficient of payment. Yeah. Because, the, or you posted it, you forgot to put the stamp on it. It never will go. So the Holy Spirit is, is like the stamp, an endorsement of God that you are okay. You have passed quality control. In spite of what your ex will think. Hey, let me tell you, your ex may end up in church.
0: Yes, 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 yes,
1: Yeah, that day you'll be confused. You are asking people, you'll be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you have flashbacks. <laughs> uh, and listen, they hurt you, but they may come to church and be accepted in the beloved, yeah. because God has taken a long time to draw them in, and God is happy say welcome, and you are saying no, you can't come, <unlock preachers> because your thing you ex who do you think you are? Yeah, just brace yourself. The one you hate most in, in the world is likely to end up in church now, yes, yes. and you are not supposed to even hold that hatred. So you are born again. Yeah, your stepmom will come to church and come and give his life to Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I going say, Oh, no, 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 this one, no, 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 no. Pastor, you, should, you, don't, you don't know this person. If you don't, you know, excuse me, it's just me, it's not about that. Is someone getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So please, when we come to church, stop determining who is qualified to also come in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's get serious. Mm-hmm. So, he spoke about the Holy Spirit has seal. So, you need, life in Christ is life in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you are just religious. Mm-hmm. And you are not still free. I'm submitting something to you. I know you started coming to church, you are taking it serious, but you are not living in the Holy Spirit. That you are not enjoying Christ. It must be a life in the Holy Spirit. And then the second point he mentioned is in chapter 2. In Ephesians chapter 2 talks about how you were thinking, maybe am I might let me even finish the sealing of the Holy Spirit. Verse 14 chapter one talks about how the Holy Spirit is now the guaranteed, uh, guarant- uh, the, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchase. But it's like he's the guarantee that you are going to heaven.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You want to know that when you die, you go to heaven. The Holy Spirit on you is the guarantee. It's like someone has sold a land to you. You haven't seen it. It's in uh, maybe... Jamaica, you haven't seen it, and they said it's five acres of land, and we want to make sure we give it to you. You pay some money, and then they bring you the title deed. You haven't seen the land, but you have the title deed. Then, so we are guaranteed possession. The Holy Spirit shows that our heaven bound is guaranteed. It's like your ticket. It's like you're going to a, a, um, a theater, you've purchase your ticket and you get there, or you're checking into a hotel, you have paid everything, reservation number. You get there, they said there's no space here. The hotel is full. You say, oh, no, sorry. You don't, you can't be bothered at all. It's full. One of, my room is one of the full ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm part of the people, who so check me. Yeah, yeah. So, no, we don't have a space. You don't, see, as long as you have the reservation number, it's not your headache. No. However they got it full, they should yes. sort it out. You are waiting for your room. Yes, yes, yes. You are waiting for your room. Yes, yes. yes. They should sort it out. Yes. The same way the Holy Spirit on your life is the guarantee that heaven bound. Oh, they're guaranteed that anything Jesus died to save you from or to die for you is guaranteed. You just have to access it. And then number, number three, number two. Then number two is chapter two, Ephesians chapter two, verse 18 and 19. It said, we both, through him, we both have access by one spirit. You want access to God? It takes the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you dial and dial, access denied. I don't know if you have used a card before, and they they say, do you have another card? (laughs) And maybe you've forgotten the the pin number. Say, do you have another card? And people are behind you in the queue, you feel so embarrassing. Do you have another card? You know, so access denied. But with the Holy Spirit, you have Gu- guaranteed access to God in your prayers. Sometimes you don't even know what you pray about. Mm-hmm. Some of us, when we say pray, you'll be confused. You don't know what, what words to use. But in the Holy Spirit, you can communicate to God and get mm-hmm. to God. Bible says in Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-six that for likewise the Spirit helps us in our infirmities, for we know not how to pray as we ought to, mm-hmm. but the Spirit Himself helps us in our infirmities uh, intercedes for us with groans groanings and uh, groanings which cannot be uttered Mm. so the spirit of god helps us in our prayer weaknesses he helps us it takes the holy spirit to be granted access to god through him we both have access number three in chapter 3 of Ephesians, every chapter he speaks about the Holy Spirit. Number 3, number three chapter 3 of Ephesians, it talks, oh, I like this one, from verse 16. It says 16. Now, remember I mentioned John 3.16? There are some 3.16s in the Bible that are very important. So, like John 3.16 is very important. First John 3.16 is very powerful. First Timothy 3, uh, Second Timothy 3.16, very powerful. Now, this one, um, Ephesians 3.16, it says that, that he, uh, that he will grant you according to his, the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. Most of us in our modern day, we have, there's so much power. There is, some of you here, you have so much economic power. Some of us here, you have so much earning power. Some of us here, we, you have so much uh, uh, power to get things done or to connect people. Some of us, in, in our nation, we have, this nation has military power. Yeah, in the world, if you have military power, you are
0: powerful.
1: We have economic power. We have different types of power as human beings. But what power most people lack is the internal power. Mm. The power of the inner man. To be able to, to, con- to bring your life the way you, you, you see, sometimes you, you are not in control. You, you, your mind is wild, it's going off. Your emotions or your, let me even talk about, your will. Your mind and your conscience is out of control. People say anything and then you believe easily. Sometimes you can't even resist. Things. You, you lack the ability to say no. Yeah. You just can't say no. Mm. When a child is growing up, two years, three years, the first things they learn out of psychiatry is telling no, 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 no. But that's a rebellious no. <laughs> You need a control, no, to be able to control your life. You should be able to say no to some things. I'm not watching it today. Yeah. You should be no. You should be able to say no, I'm not visiting them. I'm not going there. You should be able to say no, I'm not drinking it today. Huh. You should be able to say no. Someone shout no. No. Don't say no, I won't go to church. <laughs> yeah. But you should be able to say no. No more fornication. Hey. Yeah. No, no, you don't want to be No more. No more arrogance. No more hateful behavior that is spoiling every meaningful relationship of mine. No more. No more hitting my wife. You should be able to say no. When you are getting into temptation at the edges, you have to say no early. The beginning, elementary stages of temptation, because that one you have more strength. Yeah, you have more strength. You are going to visit that lady again. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Again. Cut the visit. Abort the visit. You should say no early. No. No. Later on, still say no, but earlier one is easier.
0: (laughs) Ah,
1: Am I not talking at all? of us have ended up in, a, in things we never wanted to, yep. in a state yep. we never regretful states, yes. because we didn't say no. Yes. Yes. Some of the invitations you are the parties you have invited to, you have to say no. <laughs> some of us, this is the truth. Can I, can I say this? You are actually very soft towards some people. Is it not You are very soft, towards some people. Sometimes, even when they, they are ushering you to sit near them in church, you have to say, no, can I sit somewhere? <laughs> it's just human. You look like a king corn. You are so oh. soft. And if you underestimate your weakness, you will look very wicked at the end. If I were you, Instead of praying, God bless me, praying. Me, you have to pray. Holy, God, help me to say no. Yeah, no, no, no. Help me to say no no no, 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 and you have to be rehearsing it. No, no, no. Why no. you no. no? No, no. So someone shout no. <laughs> I mean shout no. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do some rehearsal now? What it takes to be able to say no is the spirit. He said, I pray for you that God will strengthen you with might by his spirit in your inner man. In your inner man. So it's not just a mental thing. It's deep inside you. Your inner man, your outer man may be weak, but your inner man is strengthened. And it takes the Holy Spirit. It's part of the blessings of of being a Christian. The Holy Spirit. Then you can say, bring it on. Jesus said, Satan is coming. The priest of this world is coming. And he has nothing in me. John chapter 14, I think there's 30 or so. The prince of this, he, has, he can't use anything to trap me. Because I've worked on my no. He brought the pleasures of the world. He said, Jesus, if you can, if you can have this, it will be good for you. Jesus said, it is written. Let me finish this. The fourth one is it chapter four? Can I talk about chapter four? Yes. Chapter four quickly talks about verse three endeavor to keep the bond of the spirit. The bond of the spirit is the bond of the spirit, it's not the bond of humanity. People, but when we are, sometimes you come to church, people say, Me, I've made up my mind, I just come to church and I'm cool. I don't want to have interactions with people because no, 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 no. it's not a Christian life. Some people say that. Uh, somebody said, yes, I'll give you a right hand of fellowship by a long arm, uh, but keep you at arm's length. Right hand of fellowship, but keep you at arm's length. Right hand of fellowship, but keep you at arm's length. Right hand of fellowship, but keep you at arm's length. No, in Christian fellowship, we put our hands around people. But sometimes, you find people so annoying. Oh, yeah. People in church can be annoying. It's It's family. How can I step on your toe if I don't get close to you? Uh-huh. Wow. So the more we are coming closer, the, likelihood, the, the, the more the likelihood for someone to step on your toe. But it is part of fellowship. And so it requires the bond of the spirits. You can not create our unity. It's like the, 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 uh, um, um, the, um, the, the, the island, the Sh- Sh- Shetlands Islands in Scotland. You see, there are a lot of islands. You may think that they are just individual, but when you go down a little bit deeper up from the bed, they are, they are joined, to, they are all one land. Under it, they are all one land, but on the surface, it looks like they are islands. That's is the Shetland Islands, all right? They are all one big land, yeah, but they are just because of the water bodies. Looks like uh, different, different. In the church, in Christianity, we look like individuals, but really, we are all one. Yeah, Behind the scenes, we, every Christian is, the, is one with other Christians. Imagine one spirit, one father, one Lord, one baptism. It's there Ephesians chapter 4. But, so you can't do anything about our unity because it already exists. But you have to, uh, maintain, the spirit of God is the one who causes the unity. And we have to keep it. And how do we keep it? In the bond of peace. The bond, the bond is humility, meekness, forbearance, and uh, uh, for, for, for long-suffering. Patience and long—that's how you can keep the unity. in spirit. You have to forbear people. Sometimes some people are so annoying. Don't like the way this girl talks to me. But you know what? Keep I just just bear with her. I don't like the way this guy sometimes. The other, he, he, he was telling somebody, "I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, am, am arrogant." He was telling, saying negative things. I know, I heard her. I heard her. I heard him. Listen, listen, learn how to bear. But It takes the spirit to do that. Other than that, you won't be able to live the church life. Well, that's true. And then, fact, find- that's number four. So the spirit to be able to live the church life. And then number five, Ephesians chapter five, amazing, amazing, hallelujah. Ephesians chapter five from verse, from verse 16, it says, oh, this one is too good. I, I feel like standing on something to talk about it. Are you ready for this? Verse 16 says that redeeming the time for the days are evil. Listen to this, look at verse 17. Shall we all read it together from the screen? Hold it. Give me an ivy. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. What is debauchery? It's the same word that was used for the prodigal son when he left home. And in, John, in Luke chapter 15, he took all his assets and his resources and went and spent it on righteous living. It is something that you enjoy, but afterwards you have nothing to show for it. You can't keep people happy without, or you can't get people excited and happy without giving them something. So that's why some of us take alcohol. That, that's why every nightclub, practically, I think they sell alcohol. Am I right? Yeah. It, it helps you to uh, laughing gas, it, it, you know, all those things. It helps you to. But guess what? After all the excitement empty nothing to show for it the next day you are grumbling. the next day you are empty after all the sex look at you girl yeah no no wait wait it's true look at you all these guys you have given them you have given them good time none of them decided to stay with you the boutry you got drunk the next day you have hung hangover hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the debauchery so he says that you are having a good time but you don't have anything to show for the next day or afterwards all the money is expensive to get drunk to cost you some time it will cost you money it will cost you reputation
0: it's
1: expensive but afterwards you don't have anything good to show for that is debauchery. You spend something, you get something to have a good time. Good time you will have. <laughs> it's like Christmas coming, you see some people, you'll be singing uh, Amazing Grace in town centers. And then you see somebody also as they drunk and playing, uh, uh, what, what's that song? No, 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 Christmas song. The drunken ones who play some, uh, What? some pop song or some wonderful song singing they are all having good times good times but afterwards this one is empty this one is going with some resources and so he said don't be filled with wine because wine produces some good time most people have read this scripture thinking about holiness so be not be, back to uh, normal. Be not drunk with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. They, are, they think about this scripture in line of holiness, but this scripture has been given in line of happiness. Wow. To have good time in church, you need the Spirit. Other than, that, other than that, church will remain boring. You need the Spirit. It takes the Spirit to actually enjoy your Christian walk. Yeah. It takes the Spirit. And then when you're enjoying it, it look at the, the results. Verse, uh, verse 19, speaking to yourselves in Psalms, in hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Oh, watch, watch, watch. Speaking to yourself, that tells you that you cannot enjoy the Holy Spirit outside the context of the community. Because be filled and then speaking to yourself. Why have you taken church so light? And you still want to enjoy, have the joy of the Spirit? No. Don't take chat lightly. Speaking to yourself in, her, in psalms, in, in songs. In, when people get drunk, don't they sing? In our country, the reason why many people go to pubs is for fellowship or social, socializing. Yeah. Someone told me that when, they are play, when football is being played at major match, most pubs get filled. And I'm wondering, but you, you're going to pub to watch TV. Why don't you watch I at say, no, no, it's different. When you are enjoying with others, it's see, so so, some some little bit of beer, and uh, the people there, it's nice. In the same way, we come to church to have good time in the Holy Spirit. You can't stay at home and be watching TV and thinking that that is fellowship. It's not fellowship. (laughs) You need other people there so we can have a good time in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then when they pray and they're winning, they begin to sing songs. Holy, yeah. holy, 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 When the Holy Ghost comes to, we also will sing. Yeah. So hallelujah. hallelujah! We sing songs, spiritual songs, Psalms, hymns, making melody in our heart to the Lord. So hallelujah. hallelujah! Then the verse 20 talks about giving thanks. When people mess up their lives and waste times, they end up grumbling and complaining. The next day, complaining, all this, thing. But when the Holy Spirit fills you, you always give thanks to God. You are always giving thanks. So you're still having good time. You can have good time in church, but it must be a function of the Holy Spirit. And finally, chapter 6. Christianity is not just one big happiness move. It's not a picnic. It's also a warfare. Yeah. You are not being caught every time, everything. <laughs> no, no, no. There are good times and there are times of battle. Mm. So he begins to tell us, chapter 6, introduce us into battle ahead. Because you can't be a Christian without battles. There are battles ahead, but you can't win. Without a spirit. So quickly, he, in Ephesians chapter 6, towards the end of the battle, he talks about, watch this, he talks about our armor. Because Paul was, quick, quick, quick. Do you know what those days when you are arrested your top uh, prisoner, they change you, you to a guard? So when he was talking about, I go on my knees, the soldier have to sit down because he's, sit down. So soldier is always there and he's praying, he's hearing the prayers. Everything is, but he says that me, I'm the prisoner of Christ, not the chain to this, I'm chained to Christ. And he was talking about the armor because he had the soldier near him. And you can see the armor. And he said, take the whole armor of God, not part of it, don't get only part of your spiritual work covered. Don't take only parts. You have only covered your emotional life. You've left your financial life. You've covered your relational life. You've left your church life. You have to cover everything. Say, so take the whole armor, don't do it partly. Because if you do it partly, the enemy can use the a- other access. Thank you. So take the whole armor of God, and then he begins to mention them, mention them, mention the breast. Then he says, all these ones are for defense. Do you know, I don't know, we have some soldier, ex-veterans uh, uh, here. When Soldiers are not fighting or they are not busy fighting. After relaxation, they spend their time polishing their armor, oh, yeah. their weapons, making sure their weapons are all. So soldiers spend a lot of their time getting their armor ready. So you're part of your job as a Christian soldier, spend a lot of time getting your ammunition ready, which is the word of God. Yeah. Oh, no. You are not spending time in the Bible. How can you defeat the devil? Yeah spending time working on your when Satan came do you think he you said okay hey um, pastor was saying <laughs> no 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 he has been eating it so when just Satan came he had something to tell him it is written it is written it is written it is, written. It is, written. It is the sword of the Spirit. now listen Satan is the father of lies he's a liar from the beginning and what weapon he can't stand is the truth he fears the weapon he fears most is the truth and so when you have the word of God in your mouth, have put. that's why I said, and take, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Take the sword of the spirit. Take the sword of the spirit so you can fight. Other than that, all this, your Christian good life is a wishful thinking, is a hoax. It will never be materialized. You have to take responsibility by the spirit. Did you receive something? (laughs) Hallelujah. You want to pray. You want to pray and say, Lord, I don't know what you heard. I said quite a few things. Chapter 1, the blessings uh, of assurance of salvation. Chapter 2, I spoke about access to God. Maybe you are not sure when you pray, God will hear. It takes the spirit. Chapter 3, he spoke about how the character be able to say no, because the spirit of God strengthen you from inner man. Chapter 4. Then he went to speak about Christian fellowship, how we be able to accommodate others and work on you. Take the spirit. Chapter 5 talks about having a good time in God by the Holy Spirit. Chapter 6, being able to fight the spiritual war and win by the Spirit. I don't know what you have heard, but you want to pray that Lord help me. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to take a stand for it. Are we all right?
0: We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to
1: share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Karis Ministry. Stay blessed.